Welcome to the Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. How you doing, Mom? Oh, just terrific, Al. Okay, good. I'm glad to hear it. I see you've got the hot pink glasses and matching pink lipstick today. Well, I tried. You know, I had to have a little color. Right. You know, with this black brace, I sort of, everything is all black, so. The back brace. Oh, I see. That's why you're doing black, to kind of streamline. Well, yeah, it really does streamline, (laughs) since I haven't gotten around to bedazzling yet. Right. You know, so. Good to Just know. The way it is. Good to know. All right. Um, see, I any... have to t- say one thing. Okay? Yeah, say it. Say because two things. I, well, okay. I'll just say one right now. I'll say two later. Um, my TikTok, you know, all my uh, TikToks with my husband, my right songs. That right. You're being doing. modest. You're very TikTok famous. Well, we know. But I couldn't believe I posted one last night mm-hmm. and immediately got a response that said, oh, love it. Greetings from Switzerland. And then two minutes later, I got another one, greetings from Australia. Wow. And then Pennsylvania, which seems like And they like really nothing. say greetings from? Yes, they did. On those, those people, have, you huh. know, they said, love your TikTok, greetings from Australia. Worldwide. Crazy. Worldwide. What Isn't was that? the latest one? Have I seen the, the newest one? Uh, friendship. Friendship. Oh, friendship. now who, one? was that a request or how are you no. still taking requests? If they're possible mm-hmm. to take requests this for anybody who uh who is is late to my mother's social me- media rise to fame uh early in the pandemic grant our friend grant might be interested mom oh, in joining you okay right. grant are you a tiktoker i watch a lot my girlfriend is a big tiktoker i kind of watch her do them and then i kind of browse well, yeah, i'll have to look her up you're a tiktok voyeur yes yeah. well tell your girlfriend to look up Fab Grandma 4. Fab Grandma 4. That's right. right. I'm in. I love it. Listen, Grant, we're lucky that she even talks to us and still shows up (laughs) here at My Talk World headquarters because she's a pandemic sensation. My mother with my father on backup. Congratulations on that. Well, thank you so much. It's It's made me so much money. (laughs) We were going to do a line of merchandise for the state fair. Now we'll have to figure out some other play. We got to figure out where to take it. I'm curious, I mean, were you sort of expecting that, you know, this was going to be done? Had you known how long we were going to continue quarantining, would you? No. Well, you know, it's interesting because... Are you going um, to run out of songs is basically the question. Well, who did a piece on us early on... Yes, she did. um, ...asked us if we still had more songs in us. And this was back in what? That was a while ago. Yeah, for sure. And I said, I did have the song ready... For when we're done. I had the last song. Oh, really? Yeah. But somehow the pandemic keeps going. Yeah. And so far, I don't know why I know all these different songs. Your audience hasn't abandoned you. They haven't. Mm -hmm. No. So, I mean, we're at like 101,000... Um, and I, views I have to say, there, there is some guy that my 15 year old is like obsessed with that everybody's following. He has millions of followers. You're close, oh. but he has millions. And this is what he does every day. He updates everybody on his um, his quest to stop fizzy drinks. He was he had an addiction. And so every day he announces how many days he has gone without 
a fizzy drink. Is and that's he what he calls them. No, he is not. Oh. He is a very uncool, middle-aged man. I'm not sure where he lives. He has a bit of an accent. He is very sweet. He does nothing. He doesn't sing or dance like you, Mom. He has no props. He just declares today is day you know, 45, no fizzy drinks. Isn't Thank it? you for keeping me going, yeah. guys. And and my it's son. It's so pathetic what this world is. But I'm like, I said, you know what he showed me? And I laughed too. And the guy is sweet. Yeah. But I mean, I said, I'm like, so you just every day are watching. This is all it is. Like, what keeps you engaged and he's not in this? Even, he's not even an alcoholic who is, no. is keeping from drinking. No, he's and, just and trying to stop this. Diet Coke. Yeah. Well, okay. You know, it's an interesting. It is just so interesting when you hear over and over how short our attention span has become and how, you know, teens, especially it's like eight seconds nowadays. And yet they can watch like hundreds of videos of a guy they don't know somewhere across the world saying, thank you, guys. I'm, I'm beating the fizzy drinks. Wow. Okay, I have nothing. Anyway, to I don't know what that, that guy's handle is, but I'm sure you could just look up fizzy drinks and you'd probably, probably find him. Yeah. All right. Well, let's okay. go a little closer to home. Okay. And talk about um, some of the news this week. Do you want to start good or bad? Oh, you let's decide. start good. Okay, fine. Um, so store openings. I wouldn't say they're they're coming fast and furious, but but they're happening. Are they are happening. Um, so Moth Oddities, which is a an adorable couple. We featured them in Minneapolis St. Paul magazine a few years ago. They they sell resale and they've actually like done these cool glamping trips across the country to find, you know, cool retro apparel and then they bring it back here and sell. Yeah. And a lot of stores have done like a Moth Oddities department, you know, and they've oh, sold okay. within other stores. Right. They're going to open their own store. And they're going to do it now. Why are they called Moth Oddities? That mm. was, you know, when I first I saw remember. that, I was thinking of that cactus store that, I don't know if it's still around. It's called Mother. Okay. I knew it had, that's yeah. what the cactus store is Yeah, called? yeah, yeah. Okay. I knew it had an M. Yeah. And first I thought it was that, and then I read the article. But where did they come up with that name, I wonder? I mean, it's, <sighs> the, I what does it have remember, to do with Mom. anything? God, you have to ask them Well, maybe they're listening and they'll call know. in and tell us. I don't know, but okay. it's Yana and Ian, and they're an adorable couple, and they're very passionate about upcycling and sustainability and fashion and really cool-looking clothes. And they, um, I, I love what they said. They're like, in the uncertainty of 2020, if the uncertainty of 2020 has taught us anything, it's that a lot can happen in a short period of time, which is all the more reason to take the leap into the unknown. Say yes and figure out the details later. We are so excited about this next step for the business. But above all else, we recognize this as a responsibility to create a safe, welcoming and inclusive space for all vintage lovers. Moth shop, the Moth Shop will be a community driven environment centered around reimagined fashion and sustainability practices with a little something for everyone. And it will be located where? In Northeast. Okay. In and the, Northeast. And it, when is it opening? Um, I don't know that they've set an exact date. It's going to be sometime over the next month. Oh, okay. So soon. So, yeah. But I think, you know, I mean, it gives you just little bits of hope here and there. And I do think, look, I think rent prices have to be going down. I would. And I think this is really an opportunity for somebody who, who has the, um, who can handle the uncertainty Right. And is willing to take a little bit of a gamble, knows what they're going to do and can see out ahead, 
you know, beyond this someday, right? And be in a great position. How about the Lynn Hall? I'm sure oh. the I'm sure the Weekly Dishers oh. covered it, but the Win- sure Lynn Hall did, coming to I, Edina. Oh, that you must I be am excited. So excited about. Mm-hmm. So and I mean, I, what a and, surprise! Well, and what an was, unexpected thing to happen right now. That's an example. I mean, she she said Anne Spieth, who mm-hmm. owns Lynn Hall, yep. said, you know, maybe people think I'm crazy. Yep. But, I mean, I think it's a wonderful idea. I mean, there are restaurants on 50th, nothing like the Lynn Hall. So, right. I mean, that, I think, you know, is a plus right there. Well, and I think, as we've seen, places like that that are a little more casual and nimble, that's who's doing well right now. You know, I mean, the Lynn Hall is the kind of place where, yes, it's all about gathering and event space, and she's going to have to hold on that. Sure. But... You know, she does casual takeout things. She can do catering. She right. does bakery items. And there's a terrace and there's a window that you can go up to, yeah. you know, pick things up. Yeah. So it's I gonna mean, be great. I think do you know, can you tell idea. where it is for anyone who I, didn't hear? Well, it's if you know where D'Amico is yes. on 50th, right behind it is a new apartment. That whole new. Called Nolan. Is it Nolan Arms, Nolan Flats? Yeah. Whatever. It's Nolan. Well, And it's on the first floor. Of Stephanie it. March posted pictures yesterday, and it's on mspmag.com if you want to take it. It looks gorgeous. I think it's now called Market Street. It used to be 49th and a half That's street. right. I liked yeah. that in a half street. I know, but it's it. no longer. No. Yeah. Sorry about that. Okay, all right. So that was the good. Now, now a moment bad. for the bad. Burnsville Center. Yeah. What now, does foreclosure mean? Oh my God, Mom. Well, I I mean they're not closing. Well, it they have no money. That's what it means. Okay, they, but they, I mean, are, they, said they have the defaulted. They will can't not notice. The well, customers will for know, now. Things for will now. seem. I think a couple of questions are: Who are the customers at this point? Are who is customers? left? What yeah. is open? Okay. Um, you know, here's the deal. We it, we've I've done many you know retail predictions and looking at the future of malls before the pandemic, right? And Burnsville Center was always one that was kind of like, yeah. this is, are you a Burnsville shopper, Grant? You look like you're... I've been out there. Okay. Uh, I used to live out there, but yeah, it's not, um, it's just not as up to, it's just one of the... We it's, understand it's like, what you're Yeah, It's kind of <laughs> like, well, Eden Prairie's in its own world, but that you, you'd think Eden Prairie Mall would be fantastic, but for some reason, the, the traffic is so low. Burnsville Mall just has always seemed to be a train wreck for me. Yeah, yeah. You know? years I, I think, you know, when you look at all the regional malls, the ones that have seemed the most vulnerable, the least likely to kind of move into the next frontier, Burnsville Center and Maplewood. No, oh, Maplewood, yeah. you know, no word on them yeah. right now. Hopefully no, they can that, hold out. Um, but basically what it means is that because here, here's the trickle down. The, the stores can't pay the rent. Yeah. So then what does the, the landlord do? Then the landlord can't pay. It just it, it just keeps going. And finally, the owners were like, all right, we, we give up. We're turning over the keys. We're done. So, yeah, the plan is that for the foreseeable future, it will continue to operate. They but... followed 300 employees yeah. or 60 percent. Yeah. of the workforce yeah, and cut executive who, pay. We must have some Shop Girls listeners who are Burnsville Center people. I mean, if you live far, far south, I mean, do you go to Burnsville Center? Have you been there lately? Do you care? Are you sad? Let us know. 651-641-1071 is our number. But you know, Allie, also in the same article, it said that the owners of the Mall of America have fallen three months behind oh, yeah. on paying their yeah, yeah, mega yeah. mall mortgage. Yes, so yes, we know this. So it affects Everyone. Of course it does. Of course it does. But the question is, you know, I mean, I think there's probably a far better chance. First of all, there's a lot more um, 
you know, profit to be made off of the Mall of America. Oh, right. It's worth a lot more. And the owners of the mall are more, I'm going to sneeze. Bless you. Sorry. Good thing we have this plastic yep. plexiglass. Um, In your elbow, remember? Yes. Okay. Um, but the the owners of the Mall of America, you know, Triple Five have said the Gramazians that, you know, they will, they have every intention of surviving this. Exactly. Yeah. We'll see, though, because, you know, they because now the Mall of America's fate is tied up in American Dream in New Jersey. Oh, right. Which is not open. It's closed totally, isn't it? The, I mean, they've never really opened any right, stores. The retail has not opened. Yeah. So, um, yeah, crazy times. But but it, is, it would not be surprising if within, you know, the very near future, we there is no more Burnsville Center yeah. or it just becomes something else. Um, some interesting things happening with vacant mall space which there is now an absolute abundance of we'll talk about that and some other retail changes next you're listening to shop girls on my talk 1071 welcome back you're listening to shop girls on my talk 1071 i'm ali kaplan with my mom harmony hope you're having a great saturday it is gorgeous oh, out it's there perfect it really is after the uh, big storms last yes. night Yes, indeed. Um, okay, so we were talking about malls and tough times and how quiet they are. Will be interesting to see what happens when the weather turns, assuming we're all able to get out a little bit yep. safely. I have a feeling maybe then they'll pick up a bit. But um, Amazon has the answer, don't they? They've yeah. got the answers to everything. And so, you know, we've talked for a long time about you know, alternate uses for malls and sure. grocery stores moving in and health clubs and co-working spaces, which are now another challenge. But Amazon is like, hey, we we need space. We have we always need space. We, right. They so Amazon is now talking to Simon Property Group, which is the largest mall uh um, owner in the country about using space at the malls basically for for their merchandise for warehousing just warehouse yeah so nothing for the public that would be awful i i what i do think is interesting is the idea of grocery stores because it's sort of like you know i'm old enough uh to remember when grocery stores were part of the mall southdale had, what was it apple bombs no, no, what was it called red owl red owl red owl, red owl. was at southdale and I mean, and the, I, it, you just when it opened. I mean, that's yes, what it opened I mean, with, isn't it? Funny grocery shop. The and idea, it. and so I just think it's so funny that there are people who think that's kind of a new idea, right? Is to put a grocery store. I mean, to me, it makes perfect sense to have a grocery store. That I think that's why Target does so well with the groceries because yes. you can go and do all well, the other stuff too. Well, look, I mean, I did a story a few years ago when Southdale was really in bad shape. They've yeah. actually rebounded since then. This was before Lifetime went there. It was before Dave and Buster's though up, you know, that upstairs was closed. And, you know, if you really go back and look at the vision that Victor Gruen, right, who designed and conceived of Southdale, the first covered mall in the country, yep. his vision was to create a community right. in the suburbs, in the cornfields. Right. It, it was never just about like a bunch of stores and it was always intended to be like a to replace the town center yeah. in the suburbs and have grocery and have business and have reasons for people to be, you know, going there for lots. And that's I, what it's coming back to. I would like to see that kind of thing happen rather than Amazon. You don't want Amazon fulfillment centers really in the middle don't. of malls? No, I really don't. Right. I mean, I think that's the big question you mark right need now. that many more fulfillment centers? I apparently 
Apparently. I mean, but based on the number of Amazon trucks that I see driving up and down my street, do you feel like that too? I mean, first of all, I'm home to see them. Yeah. I'm sitting at my kitchen table. I cannot believe the, I mean, every day. I mean, I wave to the guy. I know him. Oh, really? You've gotten a coming to my house all the time, but I just like, they're, they're. They ring your doorbell when they bring you packages. Because I don't know. Grant, do they ring? No, Grant's saying no, no. You can no. select no because I have I have two Irish wolfhounds and they're massive. So I, whenever I order anything from Amazon, which is I try to do as few as much as possible, yeah. you can have them drop it without, or you can you can select. Oh, I've never I'm, seen. I've what, never paid attention to that. Option. I've never seen that. It's in the, it once you go to like your deliver. It's you know you choose your delivery address. It's just an option that's down. It's it's not like it's you know most people don't even see it but if right. you kind of scroll down you can mm. you can have well, them do that. I'll you need to, to get better about scrolling because you also couldn't figure out whether or not your IKEA item could be ordered. I mean, come yeah, on, that's a whole other come story. on, shop girl. That's story for another tech day. reporter. But what I was Please. going to say is, I do find it annoying that they don't ring my doorbell. Oh, and, really? Yeah. Oh, because sometimes packages sit there. I mean, I've gotten in the habit of trying to go look if I know something's coming. Yeah. But it would be nice if they rang the bell so I knew they were there. Well. I'd offer them a cup of coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Make the selection. Make the selection. But anyway, I just think, um, I think it's a, it's a nerve wracking time because there are businesses that are thriving that might see these empty mall spaces and think, oh, yeah, we could use that space. But if they basically just become warehouses, yeah. that's horrible. Oh, you know, is. I mean, I think what Lifetime had been doing and obviously pre pandemic, but, you know, what Barama Crotty had been saying is, look, this is some of the most valuable real estate in most communities. You look at Southdale, you look at the where that that mall is positioned and how much of it was just that those parking lots are like the most primo real estate. And right. so they're saying, how do we reinvent this and rethink this prime location for the future? I don't think we want to see it be fulfillment centers. No, I sure don't either. Now, Rustica is open at Southdale now. Have you been over there? My husband has picked up delicious pastries. Do they, are people, do they have tables open inside? I don't know. They have curbside. That's all I care about. Oh, okay. All right. I don't but know they are open. Can, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. They've been open for a while. I thought of Rustica when I heard about Lynn Hall because I just this like migration of these like city, you know, popular city spots now opening suburban places. Kind of interesting. And that's another thing that I could see being accelerated by the pandemic, because I think right now people are suburbs to home. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, I feel like the suburbs are the places that people want to be. And the city is kind of depressing, unfortunately. Hopefully it'll change. Hopefully it will. Hopefully. Yes, okay. indeed. Um, but uh, interesting, you know, we've talked so much about the rise, the epic rise of Rent the Runway oh, and that fascinating yeah. business model. Did you hear the latest this week? Well, I did. Yes. They are closing all of their stores. Did they have a lot of stores? That I didn't know if they had had a lot because, I mean, I think they of them had, as online. So but. Rent the Runway had started, you know, it was sort of that, obviously they were an on a digital first business right. and the model is, you know, you are borrowing a dress for an occasion and then a wardrobe and it's all you're doing it online and then like everything else they have success so they start opening stores so they had a store in new york chicago los angeles san francisco dc big cities i don't think a ton of them yeah but the point is they're not just closing one they're closing all so nobody's going to fancy parties 
I'm right. I'm a big fan of um, how I built this um, guy Roz. And I can I am I allowed to say that? I mean, I can just say that really quickly. It never even happened here. Of course, I'm my talk first. But but, you know, I, I do occasionally listen to other podcasts. Oh, OK. So um, <laughs> the founder of Rent the Runway had been she had told her story on that show ages ago. And Guy Roz did a check in with her, you know, kind of how are things going? And she and it and it was earlier in the pandemic. And she was, you know, candid about how, look, people aren't going out. They're not ordering right. clothes. And they don't need clothes for work either. They don't need clothes for work. They don't need clothes for special occasions. All the things that Rent the Runway was built on. And so at that point, she was like, yep, yeah, we're, we're all about, you know, the morale and keeping our team together and thinking about the future. And but um, it seems that things have gotten worse. So, I mean, they're still in business. They are and still, you in still business. can um, order online yeah. and all yeah. that. Um, but it's, you know, now do they still have the drop boxes that they had at, at like Nordstrom and things like that? Or are they, that's a great question. Um, this article, I, I assume they do. It doesn't say that they stopped that and I don't know why they would, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I guess again, it's one of those, like, will that, is that a business that will bounce back as soon as people start going out again? It's or, all, it's so hard to know mm-hmm. what will really happen because yeah. we don't know even how long this is going on. But you, know? you look at like I feel like we had sort of gotten over we the you know the subscription boxes right we, you know Stitch Fix and those you know felt so novel for a while there and then it was kind of like you know box overload yeah, and then everybody tried to put everything in a box and we were kind of like we're done with the boxes I don't need any more boxes yeah. But I think this time has resurrected the interest in boxes and getting because, first of all, it's fun to get something at home. It's fun to receive that, you know, and people are, you know, kind of justifying little indulgences here or there, whether right. it's a top to wear for your Zoom meetings or accessories or whatever. So you see that come around. I have to think that a business like Rent the Runway, if they can hold on, that will bounce back too. well, you would think so. I mean, I would like to think that that is people the case. will go to weddings um, again. And people, you know, I've heard actually that demand like for next year, because now you were. Oh, sorry. I didn't know my mic was on. <laughs> I've already been to a wedding already this year. I was really uncomfortable. It was about a month ago, but I've already been to an enclosed wedding. And really inside unco- inside. It was down in New Prague and uh, a friend of my girlfriend's. I was just uncomfortable because there was a lot of elderly people. Nobody was wearing their mask. Wow. And, you know, and that's I'm, surprising. I, I was. Yeah. So, I mean. I'm kind wow. of in, I'm going out as much as I can, but I'm just wearing the mask and being as safe yeah. as I can. But I'm trying right. not to hide from this anymore. So yeah. I, I'm sorry. I didn't realize. Yeah, no, no, that's all good. We appreciate um, it. You know, I was going to say real quickly because I know we have to go to break. But when we're talking about boxes, Ever Eve yeah. started a thing with dressing room to go. Mm-hmm. And um, so you don't have to shop in the store. You answer Ooh. some questions and then they put, pull things together up right. to 15 items. Send it to you. You can try them on. You've got a couple days. Yep. It's and, kind of an extension of their trends. Right. And service. right now you can save $30 Ooh. on your dressing room to go order. Good tip. So um, you might want to check that out every evening. When we get back, we're going to talk to Becky Sturm about small businesses and a pop-up happening this fall. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom Harmony. Um we so I got a couple of emails this week about an event coming up 
Um, I think we've all spent so much time lamenting no state fair, but, you know, we're not that far away from fall and the first of the fall events happening September 4th and 5th. Yep. Right before that's before Labor Day, right? No, isn't Labor Day September? I thought it was early, like the third, isn't it? No, no, no. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. Um, the point is, look it up real quick, will you? When Labor Day is, I thought it was later this year. I'll check. Okay, right you now. do that. Okay. Anyway, the point is an event happening up in Brainerd. If you're going to go spend the holiday weekend up there, um, called Off the Rails, and it's a pop up market, and it's the first one that I've okay, seen. Okay, I know when. When is it? September seventh. Okay, I thought so. So you're this right. is September right. 7th. So it's. So I got Labor that mixed Day. up with November 3rd, yeah, Election yeah, yeah. Day. So it's Labor Day weekend in uh, Brainerd called Off the Rails, and it's a pop-up, and it's actually happening indoors. And frankly, we have not seen many pop-up no. markets, and we know how much our small businesses are hurting. And so I'm really excited to talk to the organizer, a small business owner herself, Becky Sturm. Hello, Becky. Hello. Hi, Hi Becky. I'm great. How are you, ladies? It's been a long time. It has. It's so good nice to, hear to hear your, your voice. voice. It would be so, even nicer to see you. <laughs> I know it's weird not being there. I'm, I've never just called in, I don't think. I think I've always been there. Well, right. we're lucky for the wonders of technology that we can do this and, and bring you right? in and across the airwaves. So, Becky, let's um, first get everybody up to speed for those who don't know about all the things you do. It's hard to even keep up. You you do these events for other people. You have your own business. Tell us what all you have going on and what have the last few months been like for you? Yeah, well, it's it's been crazy. You know, I um I host uh several pop-up markets with some amazing people. I I do the Christmas market with Mitch Riam and then I do I'm launching or I've launched a new one called Plucked. Um and it's a themed market and I'm doing that one with Kevin Quinn oh. and Harry Schultz. And that one's happening in the spring, but I know we're talking about this one. So, yeah, I've just been still doing that. But it's, you know, just like all of the entrepreneurs in town, you know, we haven't, everything's been canceled. And I've had to cancel several markets this summer. Of course, all of the makers and artisans and entrepreneurs have as well. So we're kind of all in this boat together. So how was it a, was it a tough decision to go ahead with off the rails? How did you decide to do this? Well, you know, one thing that um, we've all done who are working on these projects is we are looking for big venues. Mm. So Off the Rails is in Brainerd, and it's on the Northern Pacific um, Center property. And it's literally a 50,000-square-foot building. That's a big building. that is big. Yeah, it's huge. And so we can social distance in there. Um, You know, everyone will wear masks. Um, it's, we can control the flow, so it works. And then, you know, one of the Christmas markets is at Union Depot. That's a huge space, you know, as well. Again, we can control the flow because we don't have, you know, multiple ways to get in, like the European Christmas market or, you know, uh, TCF Christmas market. So we really do believe that we can pull these off because, you know, we... (laughs) entrepreneurs really need a win. They are struggling. Right. So let's talk about that a little bit. I mean, what are you hearing from all the makers you, you work with? I mean, I assume they're, they're anxious to get back in front of customers. They are. And a lot of them are, you know, 
are, you know, signing up to do the, do our markets. You know, they're all, everyone's concerned about, you know, what are our protocols, but we are following, you know, the Minnesota uh, COVID uh, guidelines and we have links to, you know, on all of our market pages. So everybody is aware of what they are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there, there's some that are just not willing to come out and sure. we totally get that. And we support them um, this time, this last few months, you know, artisans have really been ramping up their websites. There's been um, so a lot of virtual sales. So it, this is, it's kind of half and half. Some people are willing to give it a whirl yeah. and some people are just, I'm going to wait until, you know, I feel, I feel more comfortable and safe. Becky, are you going to have the vendors spaced out as opposed to, you know, one right after another in the space oh, as well? Sure. Yep. Yep. A minimum of six feet, oh. you know, in between each maker more when we have the room. Sure. Um, you know, all the makers will have hand sanitizer stations at their station or at their booths. We'll have them at opening, you know, at the opening and the exit, you know, it's, I, we just, you know, other stores are open, right? And you like know, got to try. The only, yeah, you know, and they're trying, and they're. We've had six months. We're trying. We're we're trying to work it out. And you know, Target's open, and the larger stores are open, and they're doing it. And it's like you know, people want to have some kind of fun again, and make. I mean, re- shopping now is not fun. Yeah, right. We're you know, it just it's not fun. I mean, it just isn't. Well, so and we I, do believe. And I think it's become so transactional and so, and it's like when yeah. you're, you have this feeling like, okay, I've got my grocery list, I got to get in and I got to get out. And it, it sort of takes all the, the joy of browsing right. out of it, especially because we're just going exactly. for those, for those essentials and the idea. I mean, I had said a couple of weeks ago for the, for, I went into a new um, boutique for the first time and it was like, Oh yeah, this is what we used to do. It's like that joy of discovery and stumbling upon things you didn't know you needed. Exactly. And you know, yep. And even vendors who do pop-ups or sell online, you know, they lost um, the ones at wholesale. I mean, they lost that avenue for months as well. And so it's just, it's, (laughs) it is just, you know, just icky out there and we want to have some fun and we believe that we can do it. It's like if Target can be open, we can do this and everyone can, you know, feel safe. And if right. you're not comfortable, we understand. Um, so, you know, and Becky, who are you, who are you excited about um, that will be showing their wares at the market? At oh, off, the off the rails. I'm, you know, there's a couple of um, the, one guy. This is really fun. He has um, fishing poles. Hold on here. Let me pull up. Oh. Um, he makes handmade fishing poles. And we thought I thought that would be a great place in Brainerd, oh. you know, with all the lakes and cabins. So this guy makes custom fish fishing rods. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, that one's really cool. Um, yeah, let's see. His name is Lake Lady Custom Fishing Rods. Another one, um, have you guys ever um, interviewed anybody from Wet Rock? They're from the Twin Cities, and they're coming to Brainerd, but he makes the most amazing furniture. Hmm. Like no, I don't know that one. And that kind of, yeah, he bought a, um, oh, I believe it was an old mill, and there was all this wood in there. So, I, I mean, I had a couple of, uh, a desk and a entertainment um, piece for my husband's TV and gaming. Um, and he, and like the wood is like 150 years old. It's just awesome to have these stories. Cool. So that one's really fun. Um, yeah, there's, there's a hair brand from the Twin Cities called VIR for Men. 
and um, she has a shampoo and men's hair care line. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be there. And then, um, yes, yeah, so just some local sign makers and soap makers. So a real um, mix. To, yeah, field a few jewelry people. So yeah, it's Excelsior Candle Company. It's probably half half vendors from Minnesota and half, or I'm sorry, the Twin Cities and half from Brainerd. So it's a really that's nice cool. mix. That's cool. I mean, nice that, that, that's a good mix. And yeah, it's, a- it's nice to introduce um, uh, Twin City vendors to that market, and then yeah, it's awesome. The event, again, that we're talking about, if you're just tuning in, we're talking to Becky Sturm, who is organizing um, the Off the Rails pop-up market. It's happening September 4th and 5th, which isn't that far away, no, you guys. <laughs> I bet you're feeling that, Becky, as you're planning this. Yeah, it's, you know, I had to have, like, what, two or three that I had canceled um, in the spring and summer. So I'm I'm eager to get back in the game, but it's starting to ramp up. So, yeah, it's. It's going to be it's going to be interesting but you know people people are looking for something to do and I really think you know when you have the opportunity to have such a huge cool venue and Northern Pacific Center is an amazing space. I mean, it's an old railroad where they used to um the Northern Pacific trains would come in and get worked on. Mm-hmm. So it's like 47 acres. It's they have all these cool little businesses that are up there and then this one building called the Exchange where we're doing um this market. So it's just a be- they do weddings there. It's just a stunning I space. it's so cool. I mean, I was looking at it. I mean, I had I've never been there and I really didn't know that much about it. So that's cool and reason enough to go and frankly from everything i've heard and a story that we just did in twin cities business like the brainerd area is having like a banner year everybody wants to be up there right now yeah and you know mitch and i we did the um we expanded our christmas markets we started three mark three minnesota christmas markets last year Mm -hmm. and we expanded up to brainerd so we actually were working we had it at the npc center the northern pacific center and it it was so insane. We had like 2,000 people who came through. They were so excited to have the market. That sure, they don't get that like all our, the time. Yeah, we had one in St. Paul Union Depot, one in Brainerd, one in Minneapolis. Our St. Paul one was our biggest attended. Then Brainerd came in second before Minneapolis. Before Minneapolis, so it was like go Brainerd. Interesting. <laughs> well, that's because their the market isn't flooded up there yeah. the way it has been. Um, well, exactly. That, that's so cool, Becky. I'm so glad that you're able to do this, and I think it'll be a really fun event. Again, it's off the rails, happening at the um, Northern Pacific Center on Labor Day weekend, September fourth, and is it the, is it fourth and fifth? Yep, fourth and fifth, two days. Okay. And, and is the best place for people to go to Facebook? I know you have yeah. a page on Facebook with all the info. Is that? Yep, yep. Just go to Facebook page. It's called Off the Rails. Yep. Okay. And can they, where can they go to find out about the other markets that are coming up after that? Um, they can go to MN Christmas Market. And then plucked MN. Okay. And all right. All the details. Well, thanks for everything Good you're luck. doing to support all these local vendors. I mean, we can't say it enough just how important it is to support these small businesses and know that your dollars are staying in the community and that you're helping real people who really um, could could use a, a boost right now. They really can. I yeah, they really can. It's and they really need it. It's much needed. Yes. All right, Thank Becky. You, great Becky. to talk to you. 
Thank you so much, ladies. Have a great day. You too. All right. We'll put links up as well. Um, if you're planning to, to go to Brainerd or if maybe you're looking for an excuse to go up there. Um, we did a story about how like cabin sales right now. Oh, like, I can imagine. Boy, you should have invested early because now it's yeah. hard to find one. Everybody wants to be there. All right. We'll be right back with Whose Look Is It Anyway? That's next on Shop Girls. The Wendy's $3 breakfast deal is here. Get a bacon or sausage egg and Swiss croissant plus a small seasoned potatoes. That's a better breakfast for just three bucks in three easy steps. One, wake up. Two, get out of bed. And three, head to Wendy's for your $3 breakfast deal. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's $3 breakfast deal. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Select or request $3 breakfast deal in order to obtain discount. Not valid for all card or combos orders. Price and participation may vary in Alaska and Hawaii.